might as well is an audio gallery that showcases the rejection of the binary frailties of good and evil in favor of truth told via comically allegorical jeremiads. In other words, Hasehamaumo. The Omicron COVID-19 virus is known as coronavirus, otherwise known as COVID-19. You may think it's the new Transformer, but it's killing you. Scientists have detected the new variant is directed by Michael Bay. Will the Omicron variant finally kill Joe Rogan? We hope. President Biden has implemented new travel restrictions after finding out that fat bastard has passed away from the Omicron variant. The World Health Organization announced yesterday that the Delta variant is so last week. Air travel restrictions begin as it is now mandatory for planes to wear masks. Transmissibility is high as the new variant was detected in COVID-19. Delta variant COVID Joe Rogan. One way to protect against COVID-19 coronavirus Omicron variant COVID-19 is by getting your booster shot, which helped prevent lack of protection from the COVID-19 vaccine. The new variant has just taken the life of an 80-year-old man living with AIDS in Mumbai. It looks like COVID-19 is on its way to America. Is Donald Trump responsible for the new variant? President Biden has announced it is now mandatory to wear your mask until water is brought to the table. Omicron, what you need to know about the exact same thing. Omicron, do people from only poor countries need to worry? Omicron at the border. Can this problem be solved with cages? Donald Trump, COVID-19. Is Aaron Rodgers responsible for Omicron? Scientists say Omicron can be prevented by a bouncer looking at your vax card for longer than 20 seconds. Omicron, is the new variant enough to stop Dr. Fauci from killing puppies? In other news, Joe Rogan is still alive. Welcome to Might As Well. Bitch, buckle up. This is not NPR. So without further ado, the great Maui Ma. Okay, I guess I'm the Grinch. Huh? I'm the fucking Grinch, bruv. Listen, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the fucking way. Christmas is now officially dead. Let's be honest. Bruv, on Saturday, we witnessed the death of Christmas Day. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I had a good time on Christmas. I had fun. I had good food. Right? I was chilling with amazing company. I love my family. Okay? I had a good time because I actually fucks with my fam. These are all fucking facts. I don't know about you. Okay? But but I fucks with my family. However, let's keep it a thousand. Let's keep it a trillion. Right? December is no longer the same. It December. I safani. I funny. I money. Imani, Ifani, these are all fucking facts. December is dead. Bruv, that festive season feeling is no longer there. Legit, bruv, maybe it's because I'm a grown man now. Maybe, maybe it's because these days, right? These days, I got problems. These days, I pay taxes, right? 
These days, a couple of niggas got some fucking gua on my fucking head. So I gotta keep my fucking head on a fucking swivel. Maybe it's because of Omicron. Who the fuck knows? All I know is December is no longer the same. Bruv, on Saturday, we witnessed the death of Christmas Day, bruv, even though I had fun. Sun's the fucking Christmas tree. Even though I had a good time on Christmas. Let's keep it a buck. December is dead. Okay? The festive season as a whole, the festive season in general is gone. It's fucking gone. Bruv, look at these kids. These kids no longer have fun. Look at them. Look at them. What happened to fun? Huh? What happened to festive season fun? These kids no longer have fun. They be out there chilling on their cell phones. Bruv, five-year-olds be too cool to play. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five-year-olds be on their fucking iPhones. Right? Taking pictures. Playing games. What happened to festive season kid fun? Have fun! Be a fucking kid! Be a fucking child! Legit, bruv. These kids are now moving like their fathers. These kids are now behaving like their mothers. And of course, their fucking grandmothers. Bruv, December now sucks. Because grandmothers no longer do grandmotherly things. What happened to grandmotherly love? What happened to that? What happened to those grandmothers that on Christmas Day... Fuck <laughs> Granny! On Christmas Day, right, they knock on your fucking door. They knock on your bedroom door and they wake you up with a hot bowl of porridge. What happened to those grandmothers? They're fucking gone! They did! What happened to those grandmothers? What happened to those grandmothers that on Christmas fucking day they knock on your door and then they say, Maui, Maui Nwanaka, Maui, Maui Nwanaka, What happened to those grannies? Bruv, I miss waking up, right, to a hot cup of cocoa with some fucking cookies. I miss that, right? These days, these days, grandmothers be out there tweeting. Yeah, grandmothers be all over WhatsApp, posting WhatsApp stories, documenting their fucking outfits. I'll be like, bruh, granny, how about feed me? Okay? I'm your grandson, feed me. I'm hungry, look at me, look at me. I'm famished. I'm parched. How about give me a glass of water? Do something! Look at me! What happened to grandmothers? What happened to grandmotherly love, bruh? The festive season, the festive spirit, Christmas, December, the 12th month, bruh, it's over! It's over. Let's keep it about the idea of celebrating some mythical figure. It's fucking dumb anyway. Okay? It's fucking dumb. What the fuck? Yo, was Jesus white? Was Jesus Arabic? Huh? Like, bro, what the? Yo, what's the story with Jesus? This fucking guy. 
got circumcised by some fucking goons. And then his foreskin ended up in fucking Calcutta. What the? Yo, what's up with that? What's up with that? And now where it is, where it is, the fucking Shroud of Turin could be fake. Bruh, what the fuck is going on with Christianity? And was Jesus Jewish? Well, what the fuck was he? Was he Muslim? Because, bruh, listen, Muslims fuck with Jesus. They, f bruh, they fuck with Jesus' hot body karate. What's going on? All of these fucking religions are the same. So dear world religions, cut the shit. Cut the fucking shit, bruv, but I digress. These fucking kids no longer play. Look at them. Motherfuckers be four years old. Just just acting cool. They're too cool to play freeze tag. They're too cool to run around the house. They're too cool to fucking kick a ball. What the fuck happened to just being a child? What happened to that? Bruv, you know what? Let's keep it a buck. Let's face it. Let's fucking face it, right? Some people peak at five years old. Some people peak at five. Legit, bruv, some people peak in primary. Some people peak in kindergarten, a.k.a. crash. Legit, bruv, let's just be honest with ourselves. Some people just fucking peak at five years old. Some people grow up and then they start to suck. Right? Some people turn 13 and then they're just, they're just fucking waste man. These are all fucking facts. Bruv, Jaden Smith, for example, peaked at five years old. Legit, hey, let's just be honest with ourselves. Some people just peak early. Legit, bruv. When people become teenagers, you know, like, you know, it gets weird. It gets fucking weird. Especially in 2021. These fucking teens, bruv, oh my fucking God. They be out there acting like fucking grown-ups. They be out there acting like members of parliament. What the? What the fuck? Huh? What the fuck? They be out there acting like fucking presidents. These teenagers be out here protesting and shit. Motherfuckers are organizing protests. Bruv, back in the day, when I was still a fucking teenager, bruv, yo, we didn't give a flying fuck, bruv. When I was a teenager, we didn't care about politics. We were like, hey, dear ANC, keep on corrupting society. How about that? Spread the fucking corruption, ANC. Legit, bruv, that's what we said. We looked at the African National Congress and we said, Hey, keep on doing what you're doing. You're doing a good job. <laughs> Legit! We didn't give a fuck about corruption. My boy, sir, there is no home after 12. There is no home after 12. When you go around and you hear noise, some gom and people singing, you get there, you remind those people that the time has come, that they close down those things. If they're not, you close it down. Your job is to enforce the law. The law at the present moment says nobody moves, nobody drinks, 
Nobody get drunk after 12. That is midnight. So it's still the cafe here. And I'm told that they still run the parties along the beach. We'll be walking together. We'll go and check them. Well, my simple child reaction of what you did is that you were not funny. Funnier than you is even Stuart Schlossman, who was my friend and is 11 and puts walnuts in his mouth and makes noises. We looked the other way. We turned a blind eye to the ANC's looting. We let these niggas cook. And they deserve to cook. They deserve to eat. These are all fucking facts. Legit, bruv. We let these niggas cook. We allowed them to lie, cheat, and steal. Because they deserved it. They gave us our fucking freedom after all. After all! They gave us this little thing of ours. Called democracy. After all. So we let them cook. We let them lie. Legit, bruv. We weren't out there protesting the fucking arms deal. Who gives a fuck about the arms deal? Legit, bruv. We let these niggas have fun. Legit, bruv. I used to look at Jacob Zuma on some bra. Get your money. Secure the fucking bag. And unlock the shra. The shra. Unlock. Do the right thing. Legit, bruv. Do the fucking right thing. Right? Tabumbeki was out there wilding. Right out there questioning HIV. Uh, how can a virus, you know, cause us, cause a fucking syndrome? Uh, how can a syndrome? You know, he was out there questioning AIDS. Legit. <laughs> right? Tabumbeki and his fucking acolytes were out there promoting beetroot. Let that sink in, bruv. Beetroot and fucking what? Garlic? Right? To combat HIV and AIDS. They were, yo, listen, they were out here moving like Dr. Fauci. Legit, HIV what? AIDS who? They were out here moving like Dr. Fauci. For cultural purposes. Of course. It's all pop culture. You know what I mean? HIV and AIDS, it's all pop culture. I mean, hashtag Magic Johnson, bruv. Listen, you can live through anything if magic made it. You see, when you ask the question, does HIV cause AIDS? The question is, does a virus cause a syndrome? How does a virus cause a syndrome? It can't. It really, truly, it's necessary, I've been saying to the honorable members, to the people in this country, it's necessary for people to study this question. Well, we, we explained this a number of times because uh, uh, President Beggy has his, his views, which were his, which were his personal views, which was not ANC policy. No, but it was it government, was not policy, government policy. It was not government policy either. But the health minister mm. was no, scandalous it, in no, the way. I, I, I am saying that was not a government policy. It was his personal views. What the minister did, the minister emphasized Talked certain about having onions. Yes, that's what, it, what, 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 what the minister as to ward off about. AIDS. That's what the minister that was talked government about. government policy. It was not government policy. It was the minister going further to explain to people in, in the manner in which she understood the kind of food you need to eat to help you, to help your immune system. It All was right. not policy of the government. So what is we your said policy? this morning, Minister. Our policy is, is very clear. We've got a very comprehensive policy. We had a comprehensive five-year plan, which that minister, whilst he was talking about onions and everything, 
and in addition to the police that were there were there so we are talking about an individual feeling about specific things as the president did but did not remove the fact that our policy which has been recognized by the world <clears throat> uh, health organization as the best and in yet fact, so even now, much money is being poured into south africa and trying to eradicate and deal with the hiv aids problem and yet so many people are dying it's basically made almost no difference whatsoever all this help that's coming in and i'm going to have to go back to mm. an unpleasant part of your past mm. in which you were accused of rape mm -hmm. you were on trial mm -hmm. uh, you were eventually acquitted but some mm. of the things you said were pretty incredible you said that you didn't have a condom, mm -hmm. but that you showered mm -hmm. after sex. I mean, what kind of message is that? What is that saying, A, to women, and B, to young people about the spread of AIDS? What people have missed on this issue is that I did not make a statement, just woke up in the morning and made a statement. I was in court, the prosecution, very systematically asking a question after question. <clears throat> what happened after this one? What then happened? What then happened? So the shower was part of a series of answers to specific questions. And boy, did we live. Jesus fucking Christ. Bro, we had a good time. Millennial teenagers lived. Okay, Gen Z? Hey, Generation Zoom. We fucking lived. We weren't out there protesting climate change. Even though we were aware of global warming, right? We weren't out there fucking protesting the arms deal. Protesting the government's fumbling of HIV. No, sorry. We had shit to do. Right? We were out there playing FIFA. Right? Some of my dogs. Yo, some of my dogs had fucking terabytes worth of porn you hear me bruv fam yo i had this fucking goon back in the days right this fucking guy had around two terabytes of porn <laughs> okay bruv okay nigga my niggas had things to do dude you know things like jerk off okay my niggas, <laughs> my niggas. listen listen yo millennials had shit to do Okay? And we still have shit to do to this fucking day. Because, yo, we built this new world order. We created this world. Right? Millennials are the ones who are out there creating the fucking apps that Gen Z enjoys. These are all fucking facts. Now, bruv, let's keep it a buck. Some would argue. Some would argue that turning a blind eye to fucking global warming... Right? And the ANC's looting, right? Some would argue that, you know, that led to the destruction of society. Right? That led to the destruction of uh, South Africa. Because South Africa is not really a sovereign state these days, right? right? We are out here, you know, being ruled over by, you know, companies like Johnson & Johnson, you know, and countries like China. Right? I mean, South Africa doesn't recognize... Taiwan as a country. Did y'all know that? Hmm? Huh? Ta Yo, hey, South Africa doesn't recognize T 
Taiwan as a country because because we are friends with China, right? You know BRICS, right? That fucking organization of those um developing countries, right? BRICS, you know, it stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. You know BRICS, right? Like, you know, South Africa and China are a part of the same gang. <laughs> bang, bang, you know, BRICS gang, right? South Africa doesn't recognize Taiwan as a country. As a matter of fact, the only country in Africa that recognizes Taiwan as a country is the country of Eswatini. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eswatini, a.k.a. Swaziland. Let's cut the shit. You know, Eswatini, nah. Swaziland. Right? Swaziland is the only country right in, in these here most southern of ours that recognizes Taiwan as a country. I mean, I mean, bruh, yo, who owns who on this fucking planet? Huh? Niggas, niggas are ensnared in a fucking debt trap. Right? Niggas got debt. Right? Niggas got Chinese debt. Right? Debt trap diplomacy. Have you ever heard of that? No? Huh? Have you ever heard of that? Yo, China is basically colonizing... African countries, right? And they are using debt to colonize us. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, take take the money. Take all the fucking money. Have fun. Build your fucking airport, Uganda. Build your airport. (laughs) Have fun. You niggas want to fly, right? You niggas want to fly all over the world. You niggas want to tour, you know, Thailand. You niggas wanna go to the UK and the US. You niggas wanna see California. Take the money. Okay? Take these Chinese bags. Build your fucking airport. Nah, you'll pay us later. Right? Yeah, yeah, you'll pay us back later. It's all good. It's all good. And then Uganda defaults. Right? And then Uganda defaults on the loan payments, you know? And now China owns the the only airport in Uganda debt trap diplomacy right so gen z hey since you guys you know are already protesting the world's ills how about protest that go up against the chinese right take on the chinese generation zoom and let's see how far y'all niggas are gonna get. Right? Because, because you niggas cannot live without tick-tock. Tick-tock. Bruh, yo, you can just imagine the world. Right? From a fucking Gen Z's POV, of course. You can just imagine the world without tick-tock. Yo, fam, these fucking kids... Would kill themselves. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message.
I'm Erica Sargent. I'm Brad Edwards. We know some of you are here getting ready to watch an all new Colbert. But first, you've probably seen some of the TikTok challenges this year, like this one. Some of them have been dangerous. Now, as CBS 2's Dana Kosloff shows us, the newest one includes vandalism and even assault. What the f is this is the result of September's school-based challenge now circulating on TikTok, encouraging students to vandalize school bathrooms and post it. We've seen some uh, purple glue on a toilet seat. North Shore School District 112 Superintendent Michael Lubefeld is just one of many school administrators dealing with the challenge and the fallout. We've been getting alerts and we've been hearing about this and our middle school principals and associate principals and teachers were aware of it. I really got into the bathroom. We began looking into this latest TikTok push after getting this tip from a Northwest suburban school teacher concerned about October's challenge. Is this that one teacher you want to slap? Which is to <laughs> slap a teacher. This is something I can't and will not go along with, she wrote us. A new Trier High School sent this note to its families, bringing up TikTok and resulting reports of trashed bathrooms. The high school also informing families police have been notified and officials will pursue strong disciplinary action if a student is caught. This is criminal behavior. Vandalism is criminal behavior. Um, touching another human being inappropriately is criminal behavior. Using fire extinguishers in the middle of class for a joke is criminal behavior. So I think TikTok really needs to be much more forceful and needs to shut this down as fast as possible. But TikTok is not. If you search for the challenge, this disclaimer may pop up saying it's against TikTok's policy. Northwestern University professor Brian Utzi says that's not enough. It's like trying to get like I heard a buffalo to stop because you're telling them, please don't do this. Professor Utsi says, generally speaking, under U.S. law, no company is allowed to profit from any criminal activity in a school or otherwise, raising a question about whether TikTok could ultimately be considered an accomplice. So what do the folks at TikTok have to say about this? Nothing yet. We sent them an email with a detailed list of questions, but so far, silence. And we'll, of course, follow up in Highland Park. Dana Kozlov. CBS 2 News. In Florida, at least nine students were arrested and charged with vandalism at one high school. Parents also had to pay more than $2,000 in damages. And stay in the know by following us on TikTok. Search CBS Chicago. We now return to your regular programming. <laughs> We would witness a biblical event. We would legit witness a biblical level mass suicide. These fucking kids would legit turn into fucking suicide bombers. They would legit murk themselves if TikTok was to be taken away. American kids would suddenly understand what Middle Eastern kids have been going through over the past 20 years. Bruv, did y'all see those fucking files that got out last week via the New York Times? Did y'all see that shit, bruv? Huh? Yo, fam! Yo, the U.S. Army is wild. Barack Obama was a wild boy. Fam, a New York Times investigation found that the American air war in Iraq, Syria, and Afghanistan has been plagued by flawed intelligence, poor targeting, and thousands of civilian deaths. These motherfuckers were out there killing families. Right, they were out there dropping bombs 
on random families. They were out there targeting buildings that had no fucking terrorists. Zero terrorists. They were out there murking people basically for sport. Legit. Legit, bruv. Yo, fam. What the U.S. did in the Middle East, bruv. Yo. Tragic. That shit is a fucking tragedy, bruv. And yo, they did all of that. All of that. Under the fucking command of Barack Obama. Barack Obama dropped a lot of bombs in the Middle East. These motherfuckers killed a lot of civilians in the Middle East. A lot of people died because of poor intelligence. A lack of data. Right? And incomplete information. A lot of motherfuckers died. Right? A lot of families. Shit is crazy, bruv. And of course, because the US military actually has something to hide, they undercounted civilian deaths. Right? They were out there just misrepresenting how many people died, you know, due to their airstrikes. And um, the New York Times found out. Life is crazy, huh? Life is fucking crazy. Bruh, Americans are just wild, bruh. Legit, Americans love war. They love killing. Americans are addicted to blood. Facts. Civilian deaths have been drastically undercounted. According to the military's count, 1,417 civilians have died in airstrikes in the campaign against ISIS in Iraq and Syria. Since 2018, in Afghanistan, U.S. air operations have killed at least 188 civilians. But the Times, the New York Times, found that the civilian death toll was significantly higher. Yep. You can't make this shit up. You can't make this shit up. Discrepancies arose in case after case, none more stark than a 2016 bombing in the Syrian hamlet of Tokar. American Special Operations Forces hit what they believed were three ISIS staging areas. Confident they were killing scores of ISIS fighters. A military investigation concluded that 7 to 24 civilians intermixed with the fighters might have died. But the Times, the New York Times, found that the targeted buildings were houses where families had sought out refuge. More than 120 civilians were killed, not 24. 120 civilians. America. Right? <laughs> Yo, fam. The fuck? Yo, dude, this is crazy, bruv. When I read this shit, bruv, last week, I, I was like... We live in a crazy time, bruv. Legit. 
Barack Obama is a wild boy, and this fucking guy has a Nobel Peace Prize. Ain't that ironic? <laughs> you know? He's a fucking lunatic. Like that boy in uh, Ethiopia. Abe Ahmed. Right? They are one and the same. Life is fucking crazy, bruv. America's new way of war took shape after the 2009 surge of U.S. forces into Afghanistan. By the end of 2014, President Barack Obama declared America's ground war essentially done, shifting the military's mission to mostly air support and advice for Afghan forces battling the Taliban. At roughly the same time, he authorized a campaign of airstrikes against ISIS targets and in support of allied forces in Iraq and Syria. At an ever-quickening pace over the next five years, and as the administration of Mr. Obama gave way to that of Donald <laughs> Yakobu <laughs> Trump, American forces executed more than 50,000 airstrikes in Iraq, Syria, and Afghanistan. 50,000 airstrikes. When the wars intensified, the authority to approve strikes was pushed further down the chain of command. Let that sink in. So they had fucking amateurs. Right? They are fucking... <laughs> I mean, they had new recruits now making decisions right, on, on who to bomb and who not to bomb. No one is going to tell me what to do at what time. I'm in charge. That's why this... Fools are running around here. And therein lies the lesson. Therein lies the truth. Bruv, the U.S. military is not organized. Let's keep it a buck. The U.S. military is not organized. Legit. Right? So we should all be worried. Facts. Because if World War Three was to pop up, there's no fucking way America is gonna win. Legit, bruv, albeit strong, right? The U.S. military is basically PSG. They have a bunch of superstars, but there's a lack of harmony. There's a lack of chemistry. And we are supposed to believe that if the U.S. and China was to go to war, or were to go to war, we're supposed to believe that the Americans are going to win that war? Daughter. Yeah. <laughs> well, about Penelope? Well, Penelope, she, she's only two, so I think she'd be happy oh. with just that. Age. Oh, that's great. Well, that's great. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful that you have a two-year-old. Well, well, have a Merry Christmas. Have a wonderful Christmas. And by the way... You guys have to be in bed by Merry 9 o'clock, you know, and asleep between 9 and 12 or he doesn't show up. This isn't to you, Jared. This is to the kids. That's right. <laughs> well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Oh, Merry thank Christmas you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I <laughs> yeah. agree. Hey, by the way, where, are you in Oregon? Where's your home? I think we lost him. Yeah. 
All right. Okay. God bless America, my home sweet home. God bless America, my home sweet home. Well, we don't believe you. I doubt it. Facts. I fucking doubt it. There's no way that the U.S. could ever defeat China in a war. No way. Right? Maybe the U.S. and its fucking allies, right? NATO. Maybe NATO can try. Right? Maybe NATO as a whole can try to take down China. But, man. China is too organized. Therefore, I don't believe that the Americans can take on China dolo. Legit. There's no way America, right, alone, on its own, could ever defeat China. No way. No way, bruv. I mean, look at their fucking Middle Eastern operation. These niggas had youngins deciding who to bomb and who not to bomb, <laughs> right? They had people who have no fucking experience in conducting airstrikes, right? They had those motherfuckers deciding on which region in Iraq, right, or Iraq or whatever the fuck, right? Which region to bomb in Iraq? I mean, I mean, bruh, hey. The fuck is going on? What's happening? There's no fucking way that these niggas could ever defeat the Chinese. No way. No fucking way. I'm starting to think that it's impossible for America to defeat China in a war. Legit. These are all fucking facts. So we should all be worried. Taiwan should be worried. Facts. Bruv, no wonder the Chinese are out there doing whatever the fuck they want to do. Because they know that there's no way that the Americans could ever stop them. They know. They fucking know. They know that they are too organized. And they know that their military is too strong. Right? Their military is too strong for the Americans. These are all fucking Facts, bruv, the Chinese are out there walling. They're walling. Right, they're out there living La Vida Loca, bruv. They are fucking walling. And they know that America will never stop them. Facts. You feel me, bruv? So, hey, be afraid. Be very afraid. Be very Afraid. Okay? Buckle the fuck up, bruv. The future, yo, the future is looking wild. Facts. I mean, bruv, Amazon, the company, right? Amazon agreed to Beijing's demand to have anything below a five-star review of Xi Jinping's book, The Governance of China, 
removed from its Chinese site. Listen, I don't think you niggas understand what we are dealing with here. Okay? We are dealing with a superpower that knows how to use its superpowers. The Jibra of China is Thanos. And NATO is the Avengers. And of course, Captain America is over there. Jerking off with Thor's hammer in hand. It's a fucking shit show. That's all I'm saying. Okay? America is a fucking shit show. So hey, dear world, don't put all your fucking trust in the Americans. That's all I'm saying. Okay, don't be out there putting all your fucking army eggs in one military basket. That's all I'm saying. Buckle the fuck up. Buckle the fuck up. Because the Chinese Communist Party ain't playing. Them niggas are out there making threats. Them niggas are out there saying, hey, yo, listen, we are going to take over Taiwan, whether you motherfuckers like it or not. Dear Taiwan, be afraid. Legit, be afraid. Be very afraid. Buckle the fuck up. Legit, because the fucking CCP sees everything. The CCP is basically the Holy See. And Xi Jinping is basically our line. Under his eye. Under his fucking eye. May the Lord open. Under his eye. Literally. Big brother is watching. So buckle the fuck up, Taiwan. Get your shit together. Bruv, the CCP pulled up. Right to Jeff Bezos. He was probably out there chilling. Eating a fucking iguana. Right? While getting his dick sucked. By a blood boy for cultural purposes. They pulled up on Jeff Bezos. And they said, yo, Jeffy boy. Cut the shit. Okay? Remove all bad reviews of the Supreme Leader's book. Right this second. Right? And Jeff Bezos made that shit happen. He was like, oh, okay, okay, sir. Okay. He did that shit. Bruv, here's a little reminder. Right? From Maui Mao. And my dude, Edward Snowden. Here's a little reminder. Amazon Web Services runs the internet. (laughs) Okay? Okay? Hey. Hey. AWS runs the internet. So you know what this means, right? This means that If the Chinese Communist Party can get Amazon to remove all bad reviews of Xi Jinping's book, they can get Amazon to do anything. They can literally call Amazon right now and say, Hey yo, we want access to all AWS servers in China. Create a fucking backdoor, give us a key, do something. And Amazon would most probably give them access to AWS service in China. Bruh, listen. Listen, I hope you guys understand 
what the fuck is going on on this here planet? Okay? Amazon quietly removed criticism of President Xi's books by scrubbing bad reviews, ratings, and comments from its Chinese site. It has emerged. <laughs> the U.S. retail giant agreed to Beijing's demand to have anything below a five-star review of Xi Jinping's book, The Governance of China. <laughs> the Governance of China. <laughs> you know what I mean? Life is crazy, bro. But I digress. To have anything below a five-star review of Xi Jinping's book, The Governance of China, removed from Amazon.China. About two years ago. I mean, bruv, yo, the move is the latest example of Western tech companies willing to work with Chinese censors for access to the country's massive consumer market. It's all about money. Now that you've got your check, do you plan on quitting your job driving this truck? Truck driver? I ain't no truck driver. I'm a janitor. Janitor? That's right, baby. I just bought this truck straight cash. And I got enough cigarettes to last me and my family for the rest of our lives. I'm rich, bitch! It's all about money, dog. And the Chinese know that the Americans love money. All facts, bruv, listen. Yo, buckle up. Buckle the fuck up. Okay? Buckle the fuck up. Everything seems to be happening in China. Or everything seems to be happening at the command of the Chinese. At the behest of the Chinese. Buckle the fuck up. Okay? I mean, bro, hey, a fucking fossil popped up in China last week. Alright? An exquisitely preserved dinosaur embryo was discovered inside a 72 million year old fossilized egg. The spectacular fossil was first unearthed in the Shahe Industrial Park in Gonzo City, Jiangxi Province, China. It belonged to a species of toothless beaked theropod dinosaurs. It's Chinese for Japan. Oh, so cool. Or Oviraptorosaurus, as experts call them. Baby Ying Liang is one of the most complete dinosaur embryos known and would have been 10.6 inches long. Everything is happening in China. Right? Everything is happening in China. Facts. Right? Peng Shuai is back. Yeah, tennis player, Chinese tennis player, Peng Shuai is back and she has revoked the sexual assault claim she made against a former Chinese official. The suspicious disappearance and return of Peng Shuai is straight out of China's playbook for forcing rogue celebrities into submission. Bruh, listen. The Chinese are fucking wild. Somebody explain to me what the really fuck is going on inside this motherfucking world. Huh? Shit too much for me, man. I can't take it no more. Last week Sunday, Peng Shuai popped up 
for the first time in a while. Right? And she gave her first interview to foreign media since she vanished. One in which she denied ever accusing anyone of sexual assault. <laughs> she came out and she said the following. And I quote, I have never said that anyone has sexually assaulted me. This point must be emphasized clearly. End quote. Bruh, what the fuck is the CCP doing to these people? The fuck is going on, dude? What's going on, bruv? Yo, tennis star Peng Shuai said that former Chinese vice premier Zhang Gaoli sexually assaulted her in 2017. Bruv, she has not been seen or heard from since. Right, since making the fucking accusation. And her accusation was scrubbed from Chinese social media. This is fucking crazy, bruv. The fuck is going on, bruv? What the fuck is the Chinese doing to these people? This is fucking wild. Right? Motherfuckers be out there disappearing. Right? Especially after criticizing the Chinese government. Motherfuckers be out there disappearing and when they pop up again, right, they're suddenly fucking apologetic and, you know, and they look brainwashed. I mean, it happened to fucking Jack Ma, right? It happened to Jack Ma and now Peng Shuai. It can happen to anybody. God damn it, bruv. I gotta keep my fucking head on a swivel. Legit. Because I've been shitting on China. I've been shitting on China. We live in a crazy fucking world, bruv. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, China runs the fucking world. China runs the world. And evidently, there's nothing the Americans can do about it. Legit. China runs the fucking world. Buckle the fuck up. The Americans are out there fucking around. Legit. They're out there playing around, bruv. Last week, the White House welcomed a new first dog. Right? As President Biden welcomes a puppy named Commander. <laughs> hey! China is gobbling up the world. Okay? Bruv, yo, hey, Joe Biden tweeted a fucking photo of the family's new dog which appears to be a German Shepherd puppy that is named Commander. A German Shepherd, bruv? Yo, this fucking guy has a German Shepherd? Do you know how many black people German Shepherds kill, bruv? Huh? German Shepherds are black people killers! Legit, we don't fuck with German Shepherds! Black people don't fuck with German Shepherds. When we see German Shepherds, bruv, yo, listen. Suddenly, we got flashbacks to apartheid. Flashbacks to oppression. Facts. Flashbacks to Jim Crow. The fuck? This nigga got a German shepherd. What the fuck? Huh? Bruv, China is gobbling up the world. Dear Keisha Cole, China is gobbling up the world. Are you naked? Keisha Cole tweeted that she's going to be tackling celibacy in 2022. Keisha Cole. Icebergs are melting. 
China is gobbling up the world. Motherfuckers are coughing up a storm. We don't give a fuck about who you fucking or who you ain't fucking. We don't care. Okay? We got bigger fish to fry. Bruv, you Americans. Americans are out there fucking around. Americans are legit fucking around. Aisha Curry and Steph Curry allegedly have an open marriage with side hookups. Congratulations! Oh, 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 oh my god. Bruv, why do I know this? Like, why do I know these people's sex lives? Why? Why do I know about their fucking coital exploits? Why? Fam, listen. I don't care about who Steph Curry is fucking. I don't care about who Aisha Curry is fucking. We got bigger fish to fry. And these fucking fish speak of the Chinese. Legit. These fucking... Yo, we got bigger fish to fry. Legit, bruv, you see, fam, this is why the Chinese is out there jailing celebrities for yapping too much. Right? We know too much about these people, bruv. Right? And as a matter of fact, we know a bit too much about each other. Legit, we know a bit too much about each other. How about let's tone it the fuck down? The climate crisis is here. Let's focus on saving Antarctica, even though it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. Okay, bruv? Right? Plant a tree and, you know, save a, you know, <laughs> right? Plant a tree and save something. <laughs> right? Right? It used to be plant a tree and save a life, but now it's plant a tree and, you know, and get a shade, I guess. Right? Get a shade. How dare you? Um, my name is uh, Thomas uh, from Sweden's uh, Express, and this is a question for uh, Greta. Would you, um, could you please uh, tell us what kind of message, what you are doing here today, what kind of message would you send by doing this to world leaders? And also, can I ask you, um, do you think it's about time that um, uh, President Trump would respond to what you have uh, said today? Um, I think, I'm sorry, what was the first question? <laughs> What's the message you would like to yeah. send to our leaders yeah. by doing what you are doing? I think what we want to send is, the message we want to send is to say that we have had enough. And uh, anyone else wants to ask them that question? I can't speak on behalf of everyone. Anyone wants to answer about the message to world leaders? I think maybe you should give some questions to the others as well. Yeah. Yeah. Let's move to the questions to them. How dare you? Stop fucking around. Okay? Stop fucking around, America. Big things are gone in China. Them niggas, them niggas ain't playing around. The Chinese ain't playing with you, bruv. Stop fucking around. That's all I'm saying. 
Stop fucking around, America. Fucking Americans, bruv. These motherfuckers are out there playing around, joking around. Stop it. And you know what, bruv? While we at it, how about bring back Trevor Noah? Okay? Trevor, Trevor, come back home. Country roads, take me home. Come back home. Bruv, Trevor Noah has filed a lawsuit against a New York City hospital and a doctor over a surgery he underwent in November 2020 that he says was botched. What? Fam, according to court documents obtained by TMZ, of course, I mean, TMZ is out there doing the law's work. The Daily Show host is suing the New York-based Hospital for Special Surgery as well as Dr. Riley J. Williams. That's a black guy. That's a black guy. It don't get any more blacker than that. That's a black dude. Riley J. Williams? Ah, black. Claiming that both the hospital and orthopedic surgeon were negligent and careless in failing to treat and care for him in a careful and skillful manner. What's going on here? What's going on here, bro? Because an orthopedic surgeon is a fucking expert in what? In muscles and bones, right? So, bro, what muscle or bone defect did Trevor Noah have? What's going on, bro? Noah alleges that the defendants failed to prescribe proper medications and they also failed to discontinue certain prescriptions of certain medications and they failed to use proper tests and examinations in order to diagnose the conditions that he was suffering from. Yo bruv, what conditions is Trevor Noah suffering from? This is weird. This is crazy. Like yo, what's going on bruv? The documents also state that the comedian suffered serious personal injury. What? And the fucking injuries are described as permanent, severe, and grievous. Like, what, what the what? Grievous, bruv? What's happening over here, bruv? In a statement to People magazine, the Hospital for Special Surgery denied the claims, claiming that the allegations are meritless. Huh? This is wild, bruh. <laughs> like, legit, dude. Like, this is crazy. And sad, quite frankly. I feel him. I This is super sad, bruv. Honestly, like, I really don't know what's going on here, bruv. You feel me? Trevor Noah pulled up and he said that, yo, these injuries have left me feeling lame. Or whatever the fuck. I mean, bruh, like, what's going on, bruv? What's going on? And this shows you, bruv, that motherfuckers are out there just, just suffering in silence. Legit. Niggas are suffering in silence. It's crazy. Right? But that's the world. That's the world we live in. Right? That's the world we live in. At least some people have the fucking decency to... You know, keep certain situations or matters in their lives private. Because everything is on social media. We know too much about each other, bruv. At least there's niggas like Trevor Noah who are like, you know what, bruv? I'm just gonna die in silence. Facts! 
Right? That's the world we are living in right now, bruv. Right? That we are literally commending a person for not talking about his or her ailments. That's the world. That's the world. Right? It's actually commendable to keep your struggles to yourself. Right? To keep your struggles private. It's actually a commendable thing. You are basically a seraph. Right? An angel amongst men. It's crazy, bro. But hey, it is what it is. I hope he gets better. I hope Trevor Noah gets better. America, bring back Trevor Noah, bro. Bring him back. Country road, take me home. Bring him back home. What are y'all doing to South Africans over there? What's going on in America? America is a shit show. Bruv, hey, listen. Stop aspiring to go to America. Okay? Stop it. Legit, bruv, just, hey, stay wherever you at. Legit, if you ain't Turkey, stay in Turkey. If you ain't Afghanistan, stay in Afghanistan. Okay? If you're in South Africa, stay in South Africa because evidently niggas are clocking the fuck out in America. So country roads, take me home. Take me home. This shit is crazy, bruv. We live in a crazy time, fam. We live in a crazy fucking time. You know? The festive season is no longer festive. Country roads, take me home. Take me home. Country roads. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is older, older than the trees, younger than the mountains. Growing like a breeze Country roads Take me home To the place I belong West Virginia Mountain Mama Take me home Country roads All my memories Gather round her Miner's lady Stranger to blue water Dark and dusty Painted on the sky Misty taste of moonshine Teardrop in my eye Country roads Take me home To the place I
Oh, is it a classic? It just came out. Nigga, listen to it. Then go to sleep, wake up, listen to it again, nigga. It's a classic. I ain't gonna say it again. It's a classic. I'm not a classic. Look. My granny's calling me. <laughs> granny, say hello to the hey, camera. Say what's popping, camera. Ah, it's I'm, I, I'm clung to each money, money. You're not taking a and go go, you're just old and crusty and shit, you know? Matai and my baby. You need to eat cheese, man. Oh, I'm sorry. Grandma, I'm sorry. I just don't know what I'm doing. Tell us something about you that most people don't know. Well, you know, I pride myself on having a very private lifestyle. And I, I don't like to divulge certain certain things. But um, a lot of people don't know this about me. Um, you know, this is this is a wig. Yeah, it's a wig. Is it really? No, this yeah, see, no, it comes right off. This is a wig. And that this is my real hair. It's been receding for quite some time and and I just um, I've grown to accept it. You know, a lot of my friends, a lot of my peers told me to get on the Rogaine train a while ago, but I heard that messes with your libido and I just decided not to do it. You basically went from Tom Cruise to Squiggy on Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Did oh, well, you thank you very much. That? Thank you. No, you yeah. know, I just, look, I wanted to come clean, and if this is where I have to do it, if this is where it has to happen, then this is where it has to happen, okay? I'm not going to do what you all think I'm going to do, which is just flip out. There's such a thing as matters, a way of treating people. Are you upset at me? Why would you no, be I'm not upset, upset at you. I'm not upset at you. The By the way, I haven't heard you do any wooing. You know, the woo. You know, you used to do, oh, used the to do well, wooing. Well, I'm, I'm, you well, still you know, woo? I'm selective with the woo. You know, when it's appropriate, I give a woo. And I'm just waiting for that time. I'm waiting for that moment where I feel it's right. Because I don't want to just throw away the woos, you know? I'm not dialing in my woos, if that's what you, you think I'm doing. No, I'm, I'm just... Waiting for a woo. That's all. Oh, you're and still don't have like any I more said. questions. Oh, so you're done? Okay, so. Well, no, it doesn't mean I'm done. I mean, we keep we keep going, but I don't. You know, just. I still I still need a reason to woo. You know, woos don't just come out of thin air. They don't just bubble up from nothing. Okay. All right. I don't. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, well, I'm sure I'm sure you want me to couch jump as well. What am I, your monkey? Look, don't talk to me like that, all right? You little twerp. And I know you're... Sorry. All right, um, so... so uh, can I just look at the... All right, I got it. No, good. I mean... <laughs> yeah, I'm falling for you. Fall I gotta be a little bit quiet. I, my parents are in the room next door. I'm just gonna go. No, I'm no, sorry. No. I'm sorry. I'm gonna just leave. Hey, bro, you good? No, you I'm, you I'm gonna go. Out. I messed up. I'm so sorry. I, I can't leave. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck was that about? Where Becky Quick is with Warren Buffett and. Um, I, oh. I, I, I you know. should see what he's doing right now, Joe. He oh. was rubbing his cock. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, I shouldn't. <laughs>
Warren, thank you for being here today. It's oh, good to see you. Thanks for having me. Is it hard? Though? Well, it's, it's strong, but a little softer than it was six months ago. But it's down from a very good level. Is, is it a decline in confidence, or is it coming off of levels where there was unusual activity ahead of that? Well, it isn't really down. It's just it leveled off and a little softer maybe now, but with a steeper curve. That is, to some extent, a curse of size. Is that particularly because you have a large cock? Well, that, that is true. I've seen it. Guys in the control room, sorry, this is not where I told you I was going, but all right, let me test you on your thick cock. Okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you thought about that for I a second. I feel my jaws lock up. <laughs> To get it all the way, I'll give you my Berkshire Hathaway. I stand here as an old man, and I want to remind you that we got to be at this point. Because we were disciplined. So, I am not going to give you a blessing until all of you stand. Paramani! And, Niti Waka! I, I want to hear a pin dropped. Hey! Hey, Nina! Hey! Bobby! Hey! Nina is open! Now I want to so the world which has come out here really 100 percent sure i saw it i saw the cat i'm a very i'm a very understanding person but that is crossing the line it's all right it's all right thank you thank you so much ma'am could you just it's the dander he's got he if you want to invade my privacy and do it yourself, you can take that liability. You want to take on that liability? You want to take the liability of doing this right now? Well, do you have a cat or do you have a baby? I don't have a cat. I do not have a cat. Can I remove the blanket? If you would like to take that liability of touching me and violating my privacy, you do it. May I remove the blanket? I'm not saying yes. I'm not saying no. You're not doing anything. I would like somebody. You're filming this, right? Yeah. Great. We're going to check with her. Great. Right. Just know that you're being filmed yeah, doing this. And this is Maybe very well a HIPAA violation. Should I do it? Okay, it's not allowed on the plane. But you can't press me. You can't press me. Whether it's not a plane or not. I'm holding my baby. Please, I'm asking you. Just show me that you have a baby. Go ahead. Take the blanket off if you're that short.
I'm the Grinch! the Grinch. I'm out here chilling on Boxing Day. I'm still full. Ugh, I ate a lot yesterday, man. Yo, Christmas. Yo, Christmas was beautiful. Christmas was incredible. I had a good time. You know, I'm still tired. And um, I got my hair plaited yesterday, right? I'm out here looking like R. Kelly, bruv. I hope my hair is not going to turn me into a creepazoid because, you know, these motherfuckers with with cornrows, bruv, yo, they be out here wildin', right? It's all in the hair, bruv. It's in the hair. You feel me? If you are a baller, it's in the shoes, right? If you are a fucking creep, it's in the hair. That's just how it goes. Legit, bruv. So, yeah, I got my hair plaited, bruv. It's crazy, fam. Yo, I'm out here looking like... Yo, dude, this is wild, dude. I'm out here looking like a 90s R&B superstar, bruv. I'm out here looking like Lil Bow Wow. These are all fucking facts, dude. Bow, wow, wow, yippee-yo, yippee-yay. Where my dogs at? Talk to me now. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy, bro. But it is what it is, man. I hope you had a good one. You know, I hope you had a great Christmas. You know, because life is unpredictable, bro. So might as well have fun. Might as well have a good time, right? Might as well get drunk. Might as well throw your fucking life away. It is what it is. You feel me? Because, hey, man, you know, life is crazy, bruv. Life is unpredictable. You know, my, my Filipino dogs got hit by a fucking typhoon. You feel me? I mean, yo. I don't know. I don't know what to say, bruv. All I can say is pray for the Philippines, bruv. You feel me? My niggas got hit. By a typhoon and bitches in South Africa got hit by a couple of tycoons. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is, dude. That's how it works, right? That's how life works. You feel me? The nigga with the most money wins, right? <laughs> life is crazy, bro. Hey, man. You know, uh, I'd like to take this moment to say rest in peace. To uh, the Archbishop Desmond Tutu He passed away um, A few days ago And um, you know I'd like to take this moment to say Yo Thank you for existing sir And um, thank you for your service um, You know he, he lived a long And wonderful life I mean he died at the age of 90 years old 90 bruv A lot of you motherfuckers are not gonna see 90 Right, you niggas are out there wild chilling at Conca, bro. Yo, fam, yo, 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 talking about Conca. We got pastors talking about Conca, bro. Legit, we got preachers talking about Conca. 
It's crazy. We got Ntate Tusumtaung talking about Konka. We got Ntate Maine talking about Konka. You niggas are wildin'. You niggas are wildin' out there, bruv. So, you know, most of y'all are not gonna see 90. You feel me? That's just what it is. You know, most of you niggas are not gonna see 90 years old because you motherfuckers are living too fast. Right? Live fast, die young, right? It's craziness, dude. Nah, I'm trying to get old. I'm finna get old. Legit. I'm finna get old. Right? Hence, I have no fucking entanglements. Right? I love my wife like Moshe. Everything is kosher. This what this. Legit, bruv. Hey, man, listen. My wife is gorgeous, man. My, yo, listen. Whoa, whoa. My wife is gorgeous. All facts. Legit. Hey, 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 listen. Hey, listen. I'm lucky. I'm lucky. She's beautiful inside and out. And next year we are celebrating 11 years together. And, um, it's incredible, man. You know? Life is amazing, bro. Life is truly incredible. So, um, I wish you guys uh, a wonderful New Year's, right? New Year's Eve or whatever the fuck. You know, Happy New Year, I guess. <laughs> right? Happy New Year, man. This is the last episode of the year. 2021 it has been crazy, but but man, I had I had a good time, you know, and um, and I hope you had a good time too, right? I I know it was rough, right, for a couple of months, but but we made it through, right? We made it through, and um, life is beautiful. Take care of yourself, and oh man, listen, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening to this fucking podcast throughout the year. And man, we we've had a blast, right? The numbers are looking good. I feel incredible, and um, I'm never going to stop delivering, bruv. I'm the Sam Porter Bridges of podcasting. It is what it is. Now, hey, continue listening to, to the rest of this episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sleep. Legit, bruv, I'm going back to sleep. It is what it is. Salute. So you want to take over for Letterman. You want to host Late Show on CBS. Yeah, that's... Well, here's the thing with that, champ. That's short for champion. If you want to be a talk show host, it's better if you're funny. Now, there have been some guys who are not funny. Tom Snyder, David Suskind, Ted Koppel... But funny's better. Now, have you ever had any experience with being funny? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian. You're a comedian. Well, I've known you for a week and you haven't made me laugh once. I had no idea you were a comedian. I thought you were a newsman. No, I'm not a newsman. I'm a, I'm a comedian. Jesus. Well, all right. Let's see it. See what? See the funny. Make me laugh. Go. Go? Go. Funny. Three, two, one. I'm go. I'm not that kind of funny. 
What kind of funny? The kind where you just say go and I'm funny. All right, I think you better leave my office. Jack, Mr. Dole, I, I look, there's different kinds of funny, right? There's different kinds of performers. I'm not that kind of performer. Let me tell you what kind of what you are. You're whatever you have to be to make people laugh. Anytime, anywhere, anyone. You turn it on on a dime. You get that belly moving, son, or you're out. Now tell the truth. You're just scared, like a rookie. You're like some kid at a talent show with a number pinned to your shirt. You got nothing or you would have shown me now. So get out. Thank you. Have a nice day. Fine. Lick, I, I can't, I can't, I can't give up on this. I don't, uh... This is either a, a, a door or a wall for me, and I, it's either the beginning or the end. I, I don't... I Please. Okay, then. Let's see the funny. Three, two, one, go. Funny. This is it, bud. You want me to start at one and go up? One, two, three, funny. Okay, last chance, and then we're really done. Done and done. Let's go, kid. You want the big gig? Let's see it. Make me laugh at the count of three. One, two. Positivity, Maui. Be more positive, Maui. The festive season is still a thing, Maui. The festive spirit is still alive. Maui, life is beautiful. Maui, don't be a sourpuss. Don't be all negative. Maui, don't be a party pooper. Enjoy life, Maui. There's a lot to celebrate, Maui. There's a lot to celebrate. Life is beautiful, Maui. Enjoy the festive season. Right? The birds are chirping. The kids are out there playing with fireworks. Enjoy life, Maui. Maui, this is your last episode for the year, Maui. Close 2021 with a bang, Maui. Have fun! Maui. Maui. Positivity, Maui. Positivity. Use your platform for positivity. Bruv, listen. Let's get one thing straight. Okay? I'm not here to uplift you. Nor am I here to inspire you or to motivate you. No, bruv, listen, if you are searching for inspiration and motivation, bruv, listen to Gary V. Don't listen to me, right? Listen to the teachings and the preachings of T.D. Jakes. Don't listen to Maui Mao. Read Will Smith's book. Don't listen to me, bruv. Fuck positivity. Okay? Fuck positivity, bruv. Yo, yo, we have millennial teachers, right? We have millennial teachers posting their feet on Twitter. Okay? Okay, bruv. Fam, fam, the future of this country, fuck it, the future of the world is in their hands. Literally. Literally, right? Teachers, t 
teachers nurture the future. At least that's what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to nurture the future. They're supposed to ensure that the future is bright. Right? But bruv, millennial teachers are out here wilding. Millennial teachers are slay queens. Millennial teachers want to be bad bitches. Now listen, bruv, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They have a life. Right? Teachers are human too. Teachers have lives. Right? Teachers want to dance. Teachers want to drink some booze. Teachers, teachers are sexual. Teachers want to fuck something. Right? Teachers want to suck something. I get it. I fucking get it. But, bruv, what happened to those teachers? What happened to those teachers who kept their fucking sexuality tucked in? Keep that shit to yourself. How about that? Huh? Bruv, back in the days, listen, listen, back in the days, teachers weren't out there twerking. Right? Back in the day, teachers weren't out there attempting to twerk like Saweetie. Teachers, teachers kept that side of themselves to themselves. Okay? They kept that part of their fucking lives private. These days, teachers are trying to be sexy on Instagram. Teachers are trying to be fly on Twitter, bruv. I legit saw a teacher, right? I legit saw a teacher twerking on Instagram a few days ago. Because, bruv, when you click on this bitch's fucking name, right, and or handle on Instagram, bruv, it takes you to her profile. And, bruv, her profile, her profile has blackboards everywhere, right? Her profile is about her life as a teacher, except on Saturdays, right? On Saturdays, she becomes a bad bitch. On Saturdays, she's out there twerking. On Saturdays, she's out there sucking something, fucking something, drinking something. Bruv, millennial teachers are wilding. Millennial teachers are out here moving like OnlyFans bitches. Fam, yo, yo, how about, how about keep all of that to yourself? Keep all of that off of social media, bruv. Because, because the kids are on social media. The kids grew up on social media. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok. That's all they know. That's literally their fucking orbit. Legit, bruv. That's all they fucking know. Their lives revolve around social media. Their lives revolve around web 2.0. Facts. You would just get up and teach them instead of handing them a freaking packet, yo. There's kids in here who don't learn like that. Bye. They need to learn face to face. You're just getting mad because I'm pointing out the obvious no, and you're choosing. You're wasting my time. No, I'm not wasting your time. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you what you need to do. Yeah. You want kids to come into your class? You want them to get excited yeah, for this? You, you gotta come in here, you gotta make them excited. You want a kid yeah. to change and start right. doing better? You gotta touch his freaking heart. 
Can't expect the kid to change if all you do is just tell him. You got to take this job serious. This is the future of this nation. And when you come in here like you did last time and make a statement about, oh, this is my paycheck, indeed it is. But this is my country's future okay. and my education. I, I that. Can you go outside, please? I, I but there's a limit when I'm not bitching, but simply making an observation. Okay, okay. And now I will leave. So, ma'am, whether you like it or not, the kids you are teaching are going to see you twerking. Whether you like it or not, the kids you are teaching are going to see your feet on social media. So, you know what, bruv? Pardon me. Pardon me for not being positive. Pardon me for not being, you know, the salt of the earth. Pardon me. Pardon me for being a fucking sour worm. <laughs> Pardon me, pardon me. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. But, bruv, there's nothing to be optimistic about. Look around you. Okay? Look around you, bruv. Every single girl now has a dragon tattoo. Bruv, yo, go on social media, and what you'll see is that most girls are now the girl with the dragon tattoo. Like, dude, hey, 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 the fuck is going on, bruv? What, 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 what's going on out here, bruv? People cannot think for themselves. People don't want to be unique. People don't want to stand out, right? Niggas always want to be a part of a group. And listen, I get it. I fucking get it. I get it. Human beings are social beings. We are social animals. I get it. I get it. But, bruv, we are also the most intelligent animal. Right in the animal kingdom. Right? Right? We are fucking intelligent. Therefore, therefore, we need to be better than our nature. We need, right, to look beyond our nature. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, bruv, we have civilization, right? We have civilization. We have engineering. We have mathematics. And by the way, there's a hole in mathematics. Okay? There are facts that can never be proven in mathematics. Therefore, there's a hole in mathematics. Discrimination to nerds everywhere, okay? It's racist. Houston, we have a problem. Amount of 939,000. <laughs> Close to a billion rand for the purchase of the land. The number of babies born. HIV positive was reduced by 66 percent from 24,000 in 2008-8.2 Listen properly. Seven hundred 
1,869,820 yeah. members down from 100.2 million in 2012. What we've got here is failure to communicate. Fuck positivity. I mean, bruv, look around you. Look around you. There's nothing positive on this planet. There's nothing positive on this fucking planet. And listen, bruv, I have a responsibility to you as the listener. Right? And my responsibility is to deliver the truth raw and uncut. Okay? Right? So, bruv, hey, since there's nothing positive on this here fucking planet, guess what? I'm going to report the negativity. Right? I'm going to talk about the negativity because that's all we've got. That's all we've got. Right? I can't be out here pretending that everything is hunky-dory, everything is sweet. I can't be out here pretending that the world is all sunshine and rainbows because it's not. Niggas are coughing up a storm. Antarctica is melting. Politicians are wilding. Niggas are placing money over morals. Bruv, bruv, bruv. South Africa, South Africa. A young YouTuber, a young LLB student had to fight a rapper, right? He had to step into the fucking ring with a rapper, right? Just so that he can pay off his fees, right? Like, bruh, that's where we are as a species. That's where we are. As a country. Oh, oh, as a nation. That's where we are. Bruv, there's nothing positive. Right? There's nothing positive. Fees must fall. What the fuck are our leaders doing? Tito Mbueni, what the fuck are you doing, sir? What are you doing? SIBC is ready. SIBC is ready. Don't treat us like you are making us a favor. We are the biggest political party. We are contesting elections here. Don't treat us like we are orphans. We might be facing problems, but we will come back. No problem, SABC. Please. Please. No, we are not orphans. South Africa. Legit. What the fuck is our former? I have to fucking emphasize that. What the fuck is our former finance minister doing? I mean, bro, this fucking guy was on Twitter last week, right? And he was asking people, what's the difference between a country and a nation? I, I, I mean... Bruh, this guy has been in politics his whole life. His whole fucking life. And he's out here, like, bruh, he's out here asking people, like, primary school level questions. 
What's the difference between a country and a nation? Yo, hey, Mr. Mboweni, go fuck yourself. How about that? How about that? Go fuck your clocks. Legit, like, bruh, hey, we got, we got bigger fish to fry. And this fucking guy is asking fucking general knowledge questions on Twitter. South Africa, we are fucked. We are fucked. And I hope you motherfuckers realize that. Okay? We are ending the year with a bang, right? Right? We are ending the year <laughs> with, a, with a bang. Huh, South Africa? Huh? This fucking... Hey, listen, Country Road. Country Road, take me home. Take me home. Legit, bruv, all I need is the fucking N12. Okay, niggas be out there wilding on the N3. <laughs> we ain't doing that. We ain't doing that. Country Road, take me home. Right? Not roads. Road. All I need is one road. That's it. That's it. Right? Country road, please. Take me home. I'm sick and tired of this shit, bruv. What the fuck is going on out here? Huh? Oh, oh, Maui, be more positive. Be more positive, Maui. Oh, okay, cool. I'll be positive. I got some fucking positivity in me, bruv. Yo, reports of new coronavirus infections in South Africa are beginning to slow. Huh? Huh? Positivity, right? Suggesting that Omicron may have peaked. <laughs> Beautiful. Right? Right? Our fucking Omicron wave may have peaked, according to specialists, you know, scientists. You feel me? Important people. Right? I mean, according to Tito Moran, you know what I mean? Like, you know? According to that fucking guy, our new finance minister, Enoch Ntonton, that fucking dude, right, who went to the University of London. You know, important people, VIPs, the highly educated that rule over us, our fucking overseers. According to them, you know, Omicron may have peaked. That's good news, right? That's positivity. All right, let's focus on the positive. Let's focus on the positive, bruv. The FDA has authorized Pfizer's COVID-19 antiviral pill for high-risk individuals. Positivity. Positivity! Right? That's positive! That's positive! Cough, 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 cough. Ha 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 ha. I'm just fucking with you. Dummy. I'm a fucking robot. No COVID for me, but you should keep your head on a swivel.
And by the way, that mask is not for your chin. Are you stupid or are you dumb? What is it? What what is it about humanity that that that, that wants to go to the, all the details and stuff and listen? You know, these guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything, and I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope, and if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy, and he doesn't understand medicine. And he, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people, and they don't know anything about what's going on at the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people who pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. You can't expect the sheep to really respect the best and the brightest. They don't know the difference, really. I mean, I, I like humans, don't, don't get me wrong, but basically there is a, there is a, there's a vast, the vast majority of them do not possess the, the ability to judge who is and who isn't a really good scientist. I mean, that's a problem, that's a main problem actually with science, I'd say, in this century because science is being judged by people, funding is being done by people who don't understand it. Okay, who do we trust? Fauci? Fauci doesn't know enough to, you know. If Fauci wants to get on television with somebody who knows a little bit about this stuff and debate him, he could easily do it because he's been asked. I mean, I've had a lot of people, president of the University of South Carolina, ask Fauci if he'd come down there and debate me on the stage in front of the student body because I wanted somebody who was from the other side to come down there and balance my, because I felt like, well, these guys can listen to me. I need to have somebody else down here that's going to tell me the other side. But Fauci didn't want to do it. In terms of big pharma, which is a huge topic on the minds of, of mothers, especially you're seeing what's happening at these school board meetings. Where do you stand on these vaccine mandates? And obviously, I know that you are you are pro-vaccine. Obviously, you did everything you could to get this vaccine out. I know where you stand on the, the vaccine. It was one of the greatest achievements. We did it in less than nine months. And to be able to do that. Yeah, but where, but now it's taken years. a twist, right? It's, it's gotten, now we went from, this is a good thing and people should have this option, mm -hmm. to military men, you're going to have to resign yeah. because you're not getting this vaccine. Where do you stand yeah. on that? Well, I stand on, forget about the mandates that people have to have their freedom, but yeah. at the same time, the vaccine is one of the greatest achievements of mankind. We would have had a 1917, remember the Spanish flu, killed perhaps 100 million people. Actually, it ended the First World War because the soldiers were so, a lot of people don't know that. The soldiers got so sick, it was a terrible thing. There were no vaccines, there were no anything. I came up, with a vaccine, with three vaccines, mm -hmm. all are very, very good. Came up with three of them in less than nine months. It was supposed to take five to 12 years. And, and yet we more say, people have died under COVID this year, by the way, yeah, under Joe Biden, right. than under you. And more people took the vaccine this year. So people are questioning how- Well, no, the vaccine worked, but yeah. some people aren't taking the ones, The ones that get very sick and go to the hospital are the ones that don't take the vaccine. But it's still their choice. And if you take the vaccine, you're protected. Look, the results of the vaccine are very good. And if you do get it, it's a very minor form 
People aren't dying when they take the vaccine. What about the masking of children? That's that's a big I, one I for moms right now. I think it's a terrible now. thing. I think it's a terrible thing. That flies the in the face of science. The kids have a virtual 0% right. chance of dying of COVID, and yet they're insisting on these vaccine mandates. I mean, I'm sorry, on these um, the masking masks, mandates, yeah. and now the, even the vaccine mandates for small children. Right. And what's going on there? I think what's happening is you look at the masks where... Fauci and a lot of other people said masks don't mean anything. All of a sudden, he becomes a radical masker. I don't like to see the kids with the masks on. They're sitting in school. They have a hard enough time sitting in school. It's like China. I've been to China. uh, Well, and yet China's education system is a hell of a lot better than ours. You know what? They're rated number two or three, and we're rated number 44. Mm. But masking children, I mean, the way it looks, right? It doesn't look like a free country. I'm, uh, I'm against it. Hey, don't hurt nobody with it. You need an ass clapper on your record label. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you now. That motherfucker got me going cross-eyed. I don't know how to rap or sing, but I can clap that ass. All right, see you next week. Okay, I think we might have went a little too far in that one. Yeah, if we could cut out the, the part where I do the Michael Richards impression, that would be great. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You did it, like, word for word. Well, yeah, I mean, I have it memorized, so... Yeah, and Jace, at one point you said the vaccine makes you a tranny. Yeah, we should probably cut that, actually. I mean, it's a great joke, but I don't want you losing your job. It's a fair point, fair point. Cut that, Richie. And Richie, at one point when we were riffing about the Parkland shooting, you kept playing Homer Simpson dough noises on the soundboard, followed by gunshots. It might be misconstrued as heartless. Yeah, I just really like that soundboard. Yeah, cut that, though. Yeah, also, like, the hour and a half mark, you said you were at the Capitol riot, so I I think we should cut that. Yeah, edit that out, too. Okay, also, around two hours in, I think I did blackface. People might be able to hear it. Well, you did the voice as well. <sighs> Man, it's hard to entertain people. Hey, and uh, you guys, you think we could edit out that part about me being molested? No, no that stays. I'm also a little nervous about that part where I examined that skull like Calvin Candy. Yeah, that bone doesn't make him faster. That's a myth. Yeah, I mean, it was a bit, you know, like comedy. Fucking PC culture. Also, take out that part where I said women have what's coming to them. And by the way, you don't actually think that only 6,000 people died in the Holocaust, right? No, it was like 600,000. Right, okay. These are jokes. These are jokes. It's a comedy podcast. You can't even fucking be funny anymore. No, I just, yeah. Richie, stop giving out your stepdad's address. You're the one that told everyone to go kill him. He fucked your sister. No, no, no. Dude, it's minute 19 to an hour 27. That and whole... take out the skull part! The whole part has to go, dude. It has to go. Fuck. So with those edits, how much time do we have? Uh, about three minutes. All right, let's hear it. And so the thing is, we gave them the fucking right to vote, and the country's been going downhill ever since then, if we're being honest. I know, I know. And you're telling me there's no actors at Sandy Hook? Okay. We're not releasing that one. No! The problem is that you think you know me, and you think you know too much. I used you to heal. You used people to boost your fucking ego. Grow the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, I'm Shabatoli. Know the difference. Listen to yourself when you say Shabatoli. Then hear yourself how it is. No, Does your soul not move? There's a big difference. Talk about ego. I've got a bigger one than yours. Shabatoli. Know the difference between Dineo Ranagalese Shabatoli. Know the difference. 
The Food and Drug Administration has approved a new drug in the fight against AIDS. It's the first injectable medication for HIV prevention. NPR's global health correspondent Jason Bobian reports the drug is highly effective at stopping the spread of HIV and is being hailed as a powerful new tool. HIV AIDS has gotten pushed out of the headlines recently, and while the annual number of new HIV infections has declined in recent years, the disease is still a significant health problem, both at home and abroad. In the United States, tens of thousands of new cases are detected each year, and it remains the leading cause of death in parts of Southern Africa. This new medication, cabotegravir, is a game changer. That's Kenneth Mayer, the medical research director at Fenway Health in Boston, which is one of the sites where injectable cabotegravir was tested in clinical trials. This is an injection that people can take every eight weeks and be protected against HIV. Cabotegravir is the first injectable form of HIV pre-exposure prophylaxis, a treatment also known as PrEP. Up until now, PrEP was available only in an oral form in which pills had to be taken every day. In clinical trials, cabotegravir proved to be 69% more effective than oral PrEP in preventing HIV among men who have sex with men, and it was 90% more effective than conventional PrEP among heterosexual women. The approval by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration is the first for cabotegravir globally, although it's under review in several other nations. Mayor at Fenway Health says for people who showed up every two months during the clinical trials for their shots, cabotegravir proved incredibly effective. They were very much protected, you know, over 99% protection. Um, there are a few people who didn't like the injections and stopped them after a while, so it's not going to be a panacea for everyone. As the overall number of HIV cases has dipped in the United States, transmission now is often among people who are socially marginalized and harder to reach. For whatever reason, other prevention methods clearly haven't been working for some people. And Mayer says the more tools that are available to stop new HIV infections, the better. And while cabotegravir injections every two months looks like it could be a game changer, there are other prevention drugs under development that may have to be taken only once every six months. Jason Bobian, NPR News. He's filming you do this, by the way. Yes, you gave him permission. He will take I the never gave him permission. You said go ahead and take the blanket off. It's a cat! It is a cat! I told you! I told you! It's a cat! She has a cat. It's an emergency service animal, and it's a lynx, not a cat. There's a big difference. There's a lynx. It's a lynx. What is that? Is that real? Is that a real cat? Is that a real cat? Get away. Get away. Can we just Can we just. Is 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 it a real cat? Is it alive? What is it? It's an emergency service emotional support animal. Oh. Oh. Well, that's allowed. Yeah. That's allowed. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh. The eyes are. Wow. You can't rope a dope with a dumbie punch. 
I spearheaded going ape shit and had a round bay for lunch. See, I took Judas's bag. He ain't getting all the silver back. I'm God's golden boy on crack. I took more bras from your block than a yam banner flack. I'm stupid with the pan. I'm stupid. Stupid with the pan. Stupid. Stupid. I'm stupid with the pan on paper. The second diamond be a lumberjack. Nah. Mm-mm. Nah. You ain't the man to me. Your queen bee is trying to use my propolis to kintsukurai your broken family. She wants the holy foreskin of Calcutta to deliver more third degree heat than Deborah Pata. Pata is what I utter when I see Moses' sister with the overflowing prospect to be my ride or die in the gutter. Wait, don't rain it, pause. Purify my flaws. Allah purify my heart like yours. Open fire, don't defile my s'mores. Different, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marshmallows bloomed for the whole gang when Declag died. Heart replete with joy when my grand cried. When Satan's soul flied, Lil Nas twerked as the past fried. Smoked Dito Cigar as I surf ties. Web 3.0, Afro pick flow, black lives be the best side. The new Renaissance. The new Renaissance. Slice of cake, got a big portion. Y'all niggas been flossing. We be saucing. I'm sicker than the heavens. <laughs> sicker than the heavens. The beat is rooted in distortion. My best world. Might as well. Might as well. Might as well. A cornucopia of juice I'm becoming a positive guy. Bruv, I can feel myself changing. I can feel the positivity bubbling up inside of me. I'm a positive nigga, bruv. Positivity is the key. Yo, listen, listen. In 2022, right, we might actually succeed in turning might as well into NPR. I'm just saying. Right, suddenly, yo, bruv, I feel like Don Lemon. Right? I feel like Trevor Noah, positivity. Legit, bruv. I want to be, listen, in 2022, I want to be a fucking ray of sunshine. Legit, bruv. Legit. Yo, listen. Listen, that's all I want to be. I want to brighten up your day. All facts. I'm going to be all fun. In 2022, I'm going to be a fun guy. Legit, Kawhi inspired me. Legit, bruv, I'm gonna be a fun guy. Oh, look at this. The risk of hospitalization from Omicron is substantially lower than from Delta, according to new studies in Scotland. And of course, 
South Africa. Wow. Bro, yo, whoa. I feel positive. I feel so fucking positive. Legit, bro, I'm positive. I feel good. It feels good to just, to just be good, right? And to just talk about good shit. It feels good to just be good and, and do good. Jet like good music, like good music did a lot of good for Big Sean. You feel me? Bruh, I'm suddenly, yo, listen, listen, I, I, I feel, I feel like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein was a good guy. Let's keep it about. Jeffrey Epstein took care of his friends. Okay, I'm just saying, right? Legally, you know, illegally. Hey, listen, it is what it is. All I'm saying is, Jeffrey Epstein was a good friend. Okay? That's what I'm trying to be in 2022. I want to be a good friend to you, the listener. Okay? I just want to be a good guy. Legit, bruv. Yo, I'm going to be a positive guy in 2022. I promise. I promise. Bruv, yo, South Africa, yo, listen, South Africa is changing, bruv. Legit, I can feel the change. Like, suddenly we are surrounded by this positive energy. Like, whoa, Nelson, man, dialogue, whoa, stop bear hugging the nation, bruv. What you doing? What you doing, bruv? Schools in South Africa will now have to send a report to the police when a pupil who is younger than 16 is pregnant. I mean, bro, that's positive. That's fucking positive. Right? Right? That's positive. Because, bro, we have a lot of fucking 10-year-olds who are pregnant in South Africa. We have a lot of 10-year-old mothers in South Africa. Legit. 10 years old. Old, right? Some 10-year-olds in SA are legit mothers. Wow. That's positive. <laughs> right? Right? The age of consent in South Africa, though, you know, still remains unchanged. Right? The age of consent, if you didn't know, uh, is, uh, is, is, uh, is 16. That's the age of consent in South Africa. 16 years old. What the, the fuck, what the fuck is this? Like, bro, hey, hey, are we French? Like, are we French? Like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, listen, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry for being all negative. You know what I mean? I'm trying to change, right? It's not going to take overnight, okay? I want to be positive. Well, listen, I, I guess, you know, 16 is a good age, right? I, I'm just trying to be positive. 16 is, is a good age to, you know, to fuck with a fucking 40-year-old father of six. I can't, I can't, I'm just saying. I'm just trying to be positive. I'm just trying to be positive. Positivity is key. Okay? Positivity is key. That's all I'm saying. Right? It's a beautiful thing. We live in a beautiful fucking world, in a beautiful time. I look forward to the future and know Antarctica is not melting. How dare you? Positive, right? 
right? I'm just trying to be positive. Antarctica is not melting. Climate change is not real. You know what I mean? The earth is flat. You know what I mean? I, I'm positive, right? The sky is blue because of the ocean. <laughs> positive. Hey, I'm just trying to be positive. Right, by of course spreading misinformation, but hey, positive, positive. I'm lying to you because I'm trying to be positive. Right, let's focus on positivity. Let's focus on positivity, bruv. Yo, I got a fucking, I got a, I got a notification from Bolt. Bolt is a ride hailing service. In South Africa, right? These fucking guys hit me up with my 2021 Bolt wrap-up. Nigga, what? Nigga, what, what, what are you talking about? These niggas hit me up on some of y'all. It's time to look back on your year with Bolt. I ain't trying to look back on my year with Bolt. Oh, I'm sorry. So sorry. Sorry for being all fucking negative. Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. You know what? I look forward to checking out what, you know, what I was up to in 2021. I look forward to looking at my, you know, 2021 Bolt wrap-up. I'm excited. Legit. I'm excited. Yo, dude, it feels good to be positive. Legit, bruv. Country road, please don't take me home. No, don't take me home. It's fun here. I'm having fun here. I'm having a good time here. Right? I'm having a good time. F&B, yo, F&B is out here hitting me up with negativity. And listen, bruv, New Maui doesn't fuck with negativity. Okay? They hit me up. All right, they were like, hey, yo, Maui, beware, beware of smishing. I was like, what? Huh? They were like, hey, yo, Maui, beware of smishing. My bank hit me up to warn me about smishing. I'm guessing smishing is a new scam out here, bruv. Right? Smishing is when frosters send you an SMS with links pretending to be the bank. Evidently, because I'm a positive guy, I would believe something like that. Right? I would trust something like that because I'm a positive guy. I believe in everybody. I think everybody is good. The Jedi I think everybody has good intentions. I'm a positive guy. I'm positive. Right? I'm positive. Why these motherfuckers be out there pretending to be the bank? Asking you to share sensitive details. And of course, I'm gullible. Right? Positive people like myself are gullible. Right? So, hey, my bank is like, yo, bruv, never share sensitive details like your username, password, your fucking CVV, and your PIN with these motherfuckers who are trying to smash you. Bruh, listen, I'm gullible. So, thank you, First National Bank. Thank you for warning me. Thank you for alerting me that niggas are trying to scam me. Thank you. Thank you, bruv, yo. Yo, pos positivity feels good. Legit, bruv, I'm positive. I'm fucking positive. You know? Bruv, podcasters be out there taking breaks. I think I think I need to take a break. Right? That's what I need. Like, bruv, yo, yo, I've been recording all year. 52 weeks. 
I think I deserve a break. Legit, bruv, I think I deserve to be a lazy fuck like all of these other podcasters. Legit, bruv, listen, listen, the new positive me deserves a break. I have rights. Legit, bruv, I can't be out here working slave hours. No, I deserve better. I'm a positive guy now. I deserve better. But let's keep it a bug. I'm an animal. I'm a podcasting animal. We ain't the same, doggy. We ain't the same. We ain't the fucking same. 52 weeks, nigga. That's me. That's what I do. I deliver all year. Holiday of new holiday. Festive season of new festive season. I pull up and I deliver. I'm better than you, motherfucker. I'm better than you, niggas. This is what I do. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The new positive me doesn't do hubris. He doesn't do, you know, tooting your own horn. Right? The new positive me is is kind. You know what I mean? New positive me is like, yo, listen, you know? I mean, we all the same. You know, guys, we, we out here, you know, trying to push the art and... You know, we are here, like, you know, being all kumbaya, holding hands. We are in this together. Right? I'm positive now. I'm positive. Okay? I know it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. Okay? I'm not just going to become a good guy overnight. It's going to be hard. But I can feel myself changing. I can feel myself changing. Life is beautiful Life is incredible You feel me bruv Fam Yo 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 I gotta talk about this Bruv I've been out here watching The fourth season Of Good Girls On Netflix By the way You know what I mean You know It's a bit You know Anticlimactic here and there Here and there Just saying However I gotta talk to the fucking kids Right, I gotta talk to the kids on shows like Good Girls and Sopranos, right? Let's address the fucking kids. Bruv, yo, the fucking kids on drug dealer TV shows, you know, like, they fucking suck, okay? Hey, dear kids on drug dealer TV shows, how about stop being unruly, Okay? Okay? Stop sucking. The Jibra Football! Be fun. Have fun. Love your El Chapo wannabe parents. Bruv, listen. If I was a member of a big drug dealing family, bruv, listen. I was gonna love my cartel. Facts. I was gonna enjoy the bloody fruits of the cartel's labor. Because, bruv, listen. Listen. Right? Mudimu. 
Icy, we posted with pistols and rockets. Ain't making deposits, we putting that shit all in the box. Then got a little buzz, now I'm popping. Got racks in my pockets, a bitch nigga reached and I'm popping. It's you or it's me, that's the option. You got that little pistol, ain't popped, ain't got you nobody. See, really, you niggas, nobody's got rank in the city. I make me one collie, you body. See, we flashing crashes, a hobby. Been going too fast with this shit, something like Ricky Bobby. I'm strapped like it's part of my body. Stiff at the shoulders, I'm something like Frazier Ali. You fake, yeah, you niggas a copy. I bet if I give her this pill, she jump out of Body. It's wet, but I bet it get sloppy Cause I got a stroke, give a hope, and I bet he can't cop Was cold on that field, was a jockey But I had been jumped in that field before cleats and I hide me These niggas too pussy to try me Bumping they gums on the net like they don't know where I be 600 the block, do you copy? I really had fiends at the hotel getting lit in the lobby These labels, they trying to sign me But I want the info, my son ain't no telling what I need See, I'm banging a crib like a hot sheet, ayy And like, ayy Hold on, dialogue Corruption money looks fun. I mean, bruv, look at Andile Mpisani. I mean, bruv, he's having fun, right? Because allegedly, I repeat, allegedly, his mother is corrupt. Allegedly! You ain't never, listen, you niggas are never gonna catch me slipping. Legit, bruv. Allegedly. Right? Allegedly, Mom Kisa is, you know what I mean? Right? She's out there, you know what I mean? She's out there wilding, building homes with asbestos in them. Right? Allegedly. 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 <laughs> you niggas, listen. Motherfuckers in South Africa are litigious as fuck. Okay? If you say something crazy about a person, a nigga will fucking sue you over here. Everybody's Donald Trump. That's all I'm saying. But I digress. Okay? I fucking digress, bruv. If my mother, okay? If my mother was a drug queenpin, I was gonna be a fucking Caligula in these fucking streets, bruv. I was gonna be a problem. Legit. I was gonna run these Johannesburg streets with an iron fist. These are all facts. I was gonna be shooting niggas for sport. Bruv, if your family is gangbanging the community, join in. Join in. I mean, bruv, look at Andy Limpisani. Allegedly. Allegedly. His family is out here gangbanging the streets. Right? Allegedly. Allegedly, bruv. If your family is gangbanging the community, join in. Feed these fucking kids drugs. Fuck the future. Legit, bruv. Feed these fucking kids drugs. Fuck the future. Raw dog. Join the familia. Hashtag family pies. Walk in the building and I feel I just walk in the building and I feel and I got all these diamonds on my neck. I got Gucci on my feet, I got rich on my feet.
It's getting spooky. It's getting spooky. It's 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 getting spooky. It's 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 getting spooky. 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 Weird times. Global weirding. Philippines, they are reeling from the devastation of Super Typhoon Rai, the monster storm hitting with the strength of a Category 5 storm. NBC News correspondent Von Hilliard has that story. Tonight, at least 375 now confirmed dead in the Philippines. These images show the wake of one of the country's deadliest typhoons ever, Super Typhoon Rai, sweeping through the southern and central provinces of the country at the end of last week. The devastation only now becoming clear as the search intensifies for possible survivors. At least 50 are still missing. The national police say more than 500 are injured too. The typhoon has devastated much of the islands. Many communities are already struggling to survive now have another hurdle. The storm deemed a super typhoon. These NASA images showing the more than 150 mile per hour winds making landfall as a category five storm and barreling through the country. The scenes horrific as floodwaters overtook communities. Rescuers saving as many as they could from the rising waters, including this infant in a bucket. The extreme rains and winds forcing citizens to scramble for cover. Islands now ravaged. Downed power lines and communications have still paralyzed several provinces. More than 220 localities were without power this weekend. To what extent are we still trying to determine what the damage is? There's not necessarily a very um, smooth and streamlined governmental response. And the government as a whole is has difficulties um, financing relief efforts to begin with. The country's president saying this weekend that the government doesn't have adequate funding to help for disaster relief, claiming the pandemic has dried up its funds. This typhoon hearkening the country back to the turmoil it's endured since 2013, when Typhoon Haiyan left catastrophic damage through some of these same provinces. That tropical cyclone killing more than 6,300 Filipinos. Today, the impact of Typhoon Rai, raw and real. Hundreds dead and few resources for those who held on as desperation grows. And Vaughn joins us now from another socially distanced camera here at 30 Rock. Hi, Vaughn. Um, so your piece mentioned just now that that massive typhoon in 2013. How often is this happening? We're, we're talking about about 20 storms or typhoons that are hitting the Philippines every year now. But even more concerning is the fact that there have been three Category 5 typhoons that have hit these islands in just the last two years. The frequency of these storms makes the recovery efforts that much more debilitated. And you've got to take into account, too, that so many of these provinces here in the southern and central part of the Philippines, they don't have basic running water or basic power or electricity before these storms even hit. So when these Category 5 typhoons make landfall here, you can see from those images, it just makes these, the state for this country so difficult.
Bet, 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 bet. Let me hear hey, we out the trenches for real, man. But look, don't just keep it respectful, man. Real niggas sit. Always. 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 I say, do you love me? I hear your answer, but I don't believe it. You get me kosher. You let me throw lights on zero. Thought I could trust you. You turn your back when I need you. Just keep the knife. Pull it out, I'ma start bleeding. Don't never let no bitch think that you need it. Run my money up while I kick it like FIFA. So scarred, I grew a heart, so don't you think it was easy? Real monster, I had to swamp, I had to dodge on the leash. Would I ever make it out? I used to wonder like Stevie, I had a dream. They like Ray Charles, cause I swear they ain't see it. Call Jose a weave, cause I ain't hungry, they ain't feed me. I was lost like a sinner, so when I caught, they ain't hit me. When I was in prison, I didn't cry, so the folk didn't tell me. Treated you right, and you left, and that shit hurt me most. Like the Falcon versus the Patriots, we can settle the stove. When you left, it cut me deep, you left my soul with a soap. Do you love me? I hear your answer, but I don't believe it. Whoa. You gave me kosher, you let me throw lights on zero. What year you get out, Thought man? I trust you. You turn your back when I need you. Just keep the knife and pull it out. I'ma start bleeding. Yeah. She my vows. All I thought that I needed was you. Repeated lies and fake love. I should've knew it went true. I gave you love. You love me hanging. You put my heart in the news. It had me sick. COVID-19 song way stronger than the flu. I gave you trust. You let me down. I'm disappointed in you. I swear the pain was out the world like a hole in the tooth. You tried to assassinate my heart like you with John Will's booth. All the things I did for love. You treated me bad like useless. Now do you love me? Yeah. Yeah. I give your answer, but I don't believe it. You gave me trust. What money is you just Hey, hold on, man. We ain't, we ain't saw them yet. What year you get out, bro? Man, I get out March 7, 2022, man. You get out my birthday, bro. Look, crank up, crank up that shit you just wrote. Crank up that shit you just wrote, bro. Hey, that's real Atlanta in the building, though. He said, Atlanta, we inside zone three. Hey, DJ Muff, keep playing, nigga. Sony's Spider-Man No Way Home soaring past already high expectations. The film grossed $587 million worldwide. It actually was the second biggest opening weekend ever behind one of the Avengers movies. And that opening included more than $260 million in the U.S. box office. That's $100 million more than expectations. And I just want to point out, guys, that they raised the domestic numbers after the film did better than expected on Sunday. Now, the film benefited from a beloved superhero rave reviews and 94% critics score and a 99% positive audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. And this weekend's demand does bode well for theater chains, AMC, Cinemark, and IMAX. This morning, B. Riley reiterating its buy rating on Cinemark and IMAX, saying the industry is well positioned for a box office surge next year. It's also a win for Disney, which controls the majority of the Marvel Universe, with sequels to Doctor Strange, Thor, and Black Panther all set to come out next year. From tomorrow in Holland, none of this will be allowed. All non-essential shops will shut, along with bars and restaurants, as the country goes back into lockdown. Schools and universities will also close until mid-January, a move the Dutch Prime Minister called unavoidable. The Netherlands is again shutting down. That is unavoidable because of the fifth wave that is coming at us with the Omicron variant. Omicron is spreading even faster than we feared. And so we must act now to prevent as much of the worst as possible.
The country recorded nearly 15,000 new COVID infections in the last 24 hours, and many here had already feared the worst, hitting the shops ahead of the announcement to make the most of their freedom whilst they still could. I find it pretty intense that there is another lockdown coming up. I'm dependent on my income from this store, and I do have a website, but that represents 10 or maybe 20% of my turnover. All the other 80% is coming from the physical store, so yes, I am going to feel this very strongly. Across Europe, tighter restrictions have prompted a wave of unrest. In Dusseldorf in Germany, thousands demonstrated against compulsory vaccinations for certain professions. In Turin in Italy, it was the prospect of Covid passports. An issue that also saw protests in Paris. Back in Holland, no demonstrations, but doubt over whether all the rules will be followed, particularly on indoor mixing. For the coming week, uh, people may invite only two persons per day in their house. That's, that's a lot. For Christmas, uh, it will be four persons. But still, many families are, are bigger. So um, I hear a lot of people around me that say uh, we are going to celebrate Christmas maybe with six or eight people. So it's not... Uh, uh, like every uh, Dutchman will follow all the rules. I don't think uh, that will be the case. The rules may be familiar, but another Covid Christmas is far from festive. Ivor Bennett, Sky News. I was watching YouTube today. I was watching one of the ads that comes on before the video. I watch, I don't skip those. I think that's rude. <laughs> it is. It's mean. Somebody worked hard on that ad. They, they trained a cheetah to run alongside a Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> And you're at home like, three, two, one, fuck off. It's fucking mean. What if you made something, dick? Anyway, the ad was a PSA. It was an um, a anti-smoking message. It was a Puerto Rican man with a hole in his throat. He was like, my father smoked. And my mother smoked. I wish I never smoked in my life. Please don't smoke cigarettes. Cigarettes are very, very bad for you. First thought I had was, why does he still have an accent? It's coming out. Feels like if you bypass the mouth, you shouldn't have an accent anymore. Does the machine have a, a setting for Puerto Rican? Is that just how air sounds coming out of this guy? Does he fart with an accent? Señor, I'm farting. Anyway, after the ad, I watched the video that I was looking for, which was a scene from a movie. And it's a scene that I really hate. Every time I see it, it makes me angry, which is why I was looking for it on YouTube. <laughs> and it's a mo movie I like. I actually like the movie. Uh, it's called Goodwill Hunting. Remember Goodwill Hunting? Of course, right? Matt Damon. Play a great performance. He plays a very complicated young man wearing a tight t-shirt for a whole movie. And, Here's the thing, here's my issue with Goodwill Hunting. Matt Damon also wrote the movie, okay? So he basically sat down, he's like, first of all, I'm amazing. Mm. 
I'm a construction worker. I'm like working class. And I drink beer and I get in fights. I get in so many fights. My friends are like, you're out of control, man. And I'm like, shut up. This is the way I am. But then also, I'm a genius. Ooh. I'm not, I didn't even go to school. I just know things. I don't know why. I just know them. And all the nerdy geniuses that studied for years are like, he's so much smarter than us. It's making us upset. It's insane. It's fucking insane. It only makes sense if he wrote it for himself to be the guy. So the scene I was looking for, it's the worst example of that in the movie. Here's what happens. He goes to a bar and he meets a woman and uh, he likes her. And another guy likes her too, but she picks Matt Damon. Because he wrote the fucking movie, because he decided, you understand? She doesn't like him, she likes me, you better believe it. So he gets her phone number, and then he goes outside, and he sees the other guy in the window of a restaurant, and he decides to taunt him. So he goes over, he tells his friends, hey, come here, watch this. And he says to the guy, hey, do you like apples? And the guy says, yes. And Matt Damon goes, well, I got a number. How do you like them apples? And all Matt Damon's friends go, oh, 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 this was amazing. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. You were ready with that. You know how he did it? He wrote the whole fucking movie, okay? He made everybody say all the things. Otherwise, this doesn't happen. I mean, he hinges the whole fucking prank on the guy liking apples. The guy must like apples. Who the fuck, who would say yes to do you like apples? Coming from a clear antagonist. Setting him up, gathered his friends. Do you like, hey, wait guys, watch this. Do you like apples? God damn it, I do. I wish I didn't. So I can tell this is not gonna go my way. But I just, I can't lie. I, he'll know it. He'll know it because boy, do I like apples. Do you understand if he says no, Matt Damon is fucked. He's fucked in the face for life. He's got nothing. Do you like apples? No. Do <laughs> what the f Dude. Fucking guy. No, come on, seriously. Seriously, you fucking don't fucking don't fucking do, 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 do you like bananas? 
Because I thought, because the woman gave me her telephone number. And, and isn't that bananas? My beloved baby daddy, please shoot all these fools. Our cyborg kids want to update their software. Beep 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 bop. I'm a robot, baby. Allah sent me here to destroy humanity. I love you. Allahu Akbar bitches. sadness that I bring you this news just a day after Christmas. Just moments ago, we here at ENCA have learned of the sad uh, and tragic passing of Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu, passed away at his home in Cape Town at the age of 90. Condolences streaming in from around the country and of course around the world at the passing of a man who's been described as a pioneer and a fighter as well. We do have a statement from the president uh, that's been sent to us just a few moments ago. Uh, if you did miss any of it, allow me just to uh, remind viewers of what the president has said, sending out the statement, expressing on behalf of all South Africans profound sadness uh, at the passing uh, today, uh, Sunday, the 26th of December, 2021, uh, of Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Impilo. Tutu, the last surviving South African uh, laureate at the Nobel of the Nobel Peace Prize, passing away uh, in Cape Town at the age of 90 years old. Uh, the president and the entire country uh, expressing heartfelt condolences, sending those condolences to Mum Leah Tutu, the Tutu family, the board, and the staff, of course, of the Desmond and Leah Tutu Legacy Foundation, the elders, and uh, Nobel laureate group, the friends comrades, associates, nationally and globally, of this iconic spiritual leader, according to the statement. Uh, he was, of course, an anti-apartheid activist and global human rights uh, campaigner as well. Uh, from the president as well, uh, part of the statement sent to us is from the pavements, and I'm quoting, from the pavements of resistance in South Africa to the pulpits of the world's greatest cathedrals and places of worship, the prestigious setting of the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony as well. The arch distinguished himself as a non-sectarian, inclusive champion of universal human rights. And I continue the quote from the president in his richly inspiring yet challenging life. Desmond Tutu overcame tuberculosis, the brutality of the apartheid security forces uh, and the uh, successive apartheid regimes. Uh, neither Caspers, tear gas nor security agents could intimidate him or deter him from the steadfast belief uh, in our liberation. I'll continue to end the statement. Uh, he remained true to his convictions during our democratic dispensation and maintained his vigor and vigilance as he held leadership and the burgeoning institutions of our democracy to account uh, inescapable and always fortifying ways forward. Uh, one more quote from the president and the presidency. We share this moment of deep loss with Mamliya Tutu, the archbishop's soulmate and source of strength 
and insights who made a monumental contribution in her own right to our freedom and to the development of our democracy. And I end with this from the presidency. We pray that Archbishop Tutu's soul will rest in peace, but that his spirit will stand sentry over the future of our nation. Let us now on ENCA look back on the incredible legacy and life of Archbishop Desmond Tutu. He was a man who knew how to laugh. Hi, okay, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And to cry. For decades, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu was South Africa's moral compass feeling of national euphoria that took hold in those early years of our democracy masked the necessity for us to follow through the work of healing a society battered and bruised by centuries of racial division and oppression. The man fondly known as The Arch was born in Clarkstorp in the former Transvaal in 1931. His father was a teacher, his mother a cleaner and cook. A young tutu used to go to white people's homes offering a laundry service. He would collect and deliver the clothes while his mother would wash them. Tutu wanted to become a doctor, but because of a lack of funds, studied to be a teacher. In 1955, he married Nomalizo Leah Shenglani, one of his father's pupils. Three years after the introduction of Bantu education in 1953, Tutu abandoned teaching in protest. He went on to study theology and was ordained as a priest in the Anglican Church. In 1978, Tutu was appointed General Secretary of the South African Council of Churches, leading the clergy in their opposition of apartheid. In the 1980s, Tutu earned the wrath of conservative white South Africans when he said that there would be a black prime minister within the next five to ten years. His tireless fight for freedom was recognized in 1984 when he was awarded the prestigious Nobel Peace Prize. When you've been given the Nobel Peace Prize, it doesn't really belong to you. Or, or in, in a way you can say it, it makes you uh, answerable to the world. I mean, the world as it were has a piece of you. Tutu was known for being fearless. In 1985, he and a fellow bishop saved a suspected police informer from being burnt to death in Duduza Township. Tutu pushed through a mob of angry youths and rescued the badly beaten man just as he was about to be thrown into his burning car, a petrol-soaked tire around his neck. In 1986, Tutu became the first black Archbishop of Cape Town, heading the Anglican Church in Southern Africa. And then, 
Finally, democracy. Tutu coined the phrase, the rainbow nation, his vision for the newly freed country. Among Madiba's greatest gifts to South Africa was the lesson he taught us to see beyond pigmentation, beyond gender, beyond sexual orientation, beyond social status and religious belief, to acknowledge the worth of all people. That's where it begins. A year after the 1994 elections, Tutu was appointed to lead the Truth and Reconciliation Commission. He retired as Archbishop of Cape Town in 1996 to devote his time to this cause. Beautiful land with its wonderful people of different races, cultures and languages so that it will be a land of laughter and joy, of justice and reconciliation, of peace and unity, of compassion, caring and sharing. Since the demise of apartheid, Tutu has campaigned for gay rights against the Iraq war and former Zimbabwean President Robert Mugabe's regime, as well as climate change. We have only one home. We've got, this is the only home we have. In 2007, the Arch joined a group of senior world leaders such as former President Nelson Mandela and former US President Jimmy Carter to form The Elders to promote peace efforts around the world. In May 2013, the Arch declared that he would no longer vote for the ANC, praising its role in freeing the country from oppression, but condemning it for not doing enough to fight inequality, violence and corruption. I, I, would, I won't vote for them. That is something that I have said. Uh, and I say it with a very sore, very heavy heart. Um, because I, I have said that on, on the whole, they have, they have tended to, to be close to the kinds of things that we dreamt about. Tutu had a close friendship with Nelson Mandela. When the former statesman died in December 2013, Tutu initially said he wouldn't be at the funeral because he hadn't been invited. Government denied this and the Arch did attend. Now I want to show the world which has come out here to celebrate the life of an extraordinary icon. We want to say thank you to that world, but you must show that world that we are disciplined. In that same year, the Desmond and Leah Tutu Legacy Foundation was established, focusing on youth development and social justice. He is survived by his wife, Leah, and four children. Trevor Tamsangka, Tandeka Teresa, Nontombi Naomi, and Mpo, a reverend who left the Anglican Church because it wouldn't accept her because she's gay. Throughout his life, Tutu spoke out about injustice wherever he saw it.
26th of December 2021 is going to be remembered as a day of sadness. Uh, South Africa this morning receiving the news, ENCA uh, receiving the statement from the presidency just minutes ago that the beloved Arch, Archbishop Emeritus Desmond Tutu, at the age of 90, has passed away in Cape Town. We'll bring you more on this throughout this morning.